Can you imagine finding out that your kid or your grandkid has bad credit and they don't have a credit card and they're not even 18 yet? That's happening more and more. Eva Vasquez, or Velasquez, is the president and CEO of the Identity Theft Resource Center. So now, not only do we have to watch our own credit, but people are stealing our children's credit. Eva, how is that happening? Well, it's all about the identity credentials. So kids have social security numbers and, you know, it's issued right away. We need that usually to claim them as a dependent on our taxes. And that is the same number that is used, the same identifier to open new lines of credit. My gosh. And so what are what are some of the numbers? How often is this happening? You know, unfortunately, it's not an insignificant number. Uh, the latest Javelin study has the rates at 1 in 50 children will be affected in their lifetime. And we're looking at a little over a million children every year discover that they've been victims of an identity crime. And you probably don't discover that till you're 18 or 20 and decide to go get your first credit card or buy a car. And that's when you're informed you have bad credit. I guess we should be watching our kids credit score then, right? That, I mean, that is one of the most pernicious things about this particular type of identity crime is it can go on unchecked for years. So the damage can be extensive. And unlike adults who are often either checking their credit reports or at least paying attention to their credit score and they have incoming communication that they can be paying attention to, kids aren't doing that actively. That's not how they engage in the world. So it's up to parents and guardians to step in I know parents are so, so busy right now, always, really. But this is an important thing that they need to be doing for their kids. They need to be contacting the bureaus and checking those credit reports and seeing if one exists. But they also can freeze their kids' credit. That is the really important second step. Mm. Eva Velasquez is the president and CEO of the Identity Theft Resource Center. I'm embarrassed to say, Eva... I have someone who just turned 21, my son. I've never checked his credit because I just assumed he has no credit. He's never had a credit card. He's never made a major purchase. He rented an apartment in his name, you know, near the university. So I, I guess it's something I need to do right now. I would, I would be horrified to find out his credit had been just put in the gutter. Well, the good news is that very likely he's not a victim because he's been able to move forward with his life. If he's filled out a FAFSA form for student loans or or grants or he's renting an apartment, there probably is not anything afoot. And I'm glad. I'm glad about that. And there is no reason for you to be embarrassed. This is such a complicated space, and it's just not on every parent's radar. So I would absolutely encourage him to check and then go freeze his credit because all it's free for all adults and parents. It's free for you to do it for your kids. So a million kids a year discover they have bad credit because their identity has been stolen. I did read that three quarters of those cases, the victim knew the perpetrator. So it's an aunt. It's a parent. It's a sibling stealing their identity and taking out credit cards in their name? Yeah, unfortunately, familial identity theft is not uncommon. And when we're talking about kids, it's about opportunity and access. So children aren't safeguarding their own identity credentials. That's up to parents or guardians. And if those credentials are 
being passed around. Yes, this is especially true for kids in the foster care system. And they're just being passed around from person to person and out there. Um, It just creates that opportunity. And unfortunately, some parents um, will look at using their child's social security number as a means to an end, just to get the lights turned on, not Mm -hmm. realizing the harm that it can create. Right. Oh, my gosh. So what is it you do? What can you tell us? Because the Identity Theft Resource Center is new to me. So explain to everyone listening exactly what it is you do and how you can help. Absolutely. Well, we've been around for 20, 20, 22 years and we are a national nonprofit. We provide free recovery services to victims of identity crimes. Um, but we also will help with education on risk minimization tips. So if you have questions, if you need help, you discover that you or your child are a victim, you can reach out to us at our website or our toll-free number, and we will be happy to give you a tailored plan and assist you with that one-on-one direction. And what and our, is... Our what toll-free you, number... <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask for your website, because when you give numbers on the radio, people rarely have the opportunity to write it down quickly. Um, but what's your website? site it's id so that's india david theftcenter.org idtheftcenter.org. Now that's easy to remember. Um, I I anticipate talking to you again in the future because I've got many more questions but I appreciate you jumping on the show today. Oh happy to be here and I hope some folks learn something. Absolutely I know I certainly did. We want to learn more about that plane that landed on 355. What do you know Steve? Well, we've been following this and now have confirmation from Illinois State Police that the plane did indeed land southbound on 355 at Boughton Road. The good news is, according to state police, no injuries there to the pilot or anyone else on board. We're uh, still chasing it. We'll have more coming up at 2.30, Lisa. And of course, everybody's on the text line saying, hey, did they collect the toll? (laughs) If you know the state of Illinois, they're always looking for a toll. Uh, So yeah, more on that. Steve has your news. Karen Conti, who you always hear on Bob Surratt's show, she's she's our legal eagle. I really like her. I just have questions about this six-year-old who shot his teacher. I've got so many questions about that. You might as well. And then Howard Tallman, the serial entrepreneur, is going to join us about lessons we should take away from what happened in Congress last week. That's all on the way on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.